So then, right, so you came out of the academy and then you went into football coaching for a bit. Yeah. Was that, how long did you do that for? Um, that was like just a stopgap, really. It was like six months right. while I was trying to right. find me way type of thing. Right. Um, <clears throat> and like I say, I was already doing fitness classes type of thing for uh-huh. the skinny pigs and stuff. And um, I then decided I wanted to take it to the next level. As my knowledge grew, I realized there was a better way of doing this. Right. And I wanted to do it my way uh, and work for myself and stuff and... That's when I then did my level three and then just started um, dipping my toe in, in the personal training world, which was started on my driveway in my in my street. So started there. Yeah. Oh, so were you doing like um, personal like coaching with mm-hmm. people like in your driveway? Yeah. Oh, shit. That was my first uh, experience PT and yeah. I was practicing. I would have um, my mum had a friend who wanted to be PT. So I was like, oh, I'll do it. I got the experience, did it on the driveway. I had yeah. minimal kit, you know what I mean? But yeah. got the job done, you, right. you know what I mean? Like it's, it's quite basic once you once you you only need basic equipment, yeah, don't you? Yeah, the job course. done. So especially when someone's absolutely New, an absolute beginner, yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? So yeah. um yeah. Got a few clients on my driveway and I was like, I think it's time to go to a proper gym, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. So then I went all the way to biker for some reason, some strange reason I had in my head that if I work in Newcastle I would earn more money. Uh-huh. Young, daft, I didn't really yeah. understand it, do you know what I mean? So um I was getting up at like the tip of the standard time really for PT, but getting up and then driving to Newcastle, getting stuck in all the A1 traffic and that was yeah. ball eight, man. And then, um, so you know, you're going to like a gym in Biker? Yeah, I work right. from DW Fitness. Right. So I don't think many people actually realise because I technically only come on the map in the PT world in my own head as well, really, when I went to JD Sunderland. But like, I was actually a PT in Biker before, yeah, yeah for about three months. Um, and that's essentially where I started properly as a personal trainer. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, that was a that was a tough period because, like I say, I was driving all the way through there. I was stressed to death, man. Like I was, I crashed my car and everything. Cause I was just, you know, like when you just your whole life's just upside down. You're in a bit of a couple yeah, of fun. Right. I broke my calf. Like I was just just doing crazy shit and um, like I w- I went there and I didn't like do you know like the the gym models where you can kind of get that security and comfort blanket from doing shifts for them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I went there with the mentality that I'm not doing, I'm not working for anyone else but myself. So I went and I was like, you had three different tiers of options and stuff, how to work at the gym. And I was like, I don't want them. I just want to pay rent straight away. So I was paying £550 before I'd even earned a single penny. Do you know what I mean? Like I put myself on the back foot straight away. Right. Why, I was why minus you... 550 straight away. Why do you have to pay rent? Why, yeah. Because... You have to. That's how the. That's how PT works. So you pay to use their gym. Right. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. And that that stops you then from having to do shifts, having to do cleaning. You literally just pay right. to be Roscoe Hume personal trainer uh-huh. at their gym. Right. Do you know what I mean? But then, so anything you make from your clients, you fully keep your. Yeah, yeah. But what everyone struggles to yeah. realize is, no one knows who the fuck you are when you're going to yeah, these commercial of course, gyms. Yeah. And. They're that used to, because personal training is such a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. I personally believe now is probably the hardest time to be a PT ever. Yeah. Like in this moment. Yeah. But like even then, like it, when I'd started, it was only three, four, five years, was it? Five years ago. It was still fucking hard because like the principles, that you, the things you've got to do are so uncomfortable for people. Like you're walking into a room, you've got all these people staring at you because you've got personal training on your back. You're a target straight away in terms right. of volume. Yeah. Here's another numpty. Yeah. He'll be here yeah. in two months and he'll be gone as well. Do you know what I mean? And that was everyone's mentality. And then mm-hmm. the things that are hard for people to do is to go and actively seek clients. Like, but 
because, yeah, I lived at home. I was comfortable. I didn't have to pay. I had no worries, really. Mm-hmm. But in my own head, my own pressures were, I now earn nothing. I'm now minus 550. Yeah, I need to go and fucking yeah. get some clients. Like, So that was the difference, I think, and why I was okay. I had 13 clients within two weeks. Oh, that's, that's Do you know what I mean? Sick. Well, but yeah. It just shows like the importance of putting yourself on the back foot. Like so fight like, or flight, you yeah, have fight to. Or flight, yeah, fight or flight, a little bit. Even so, though I'm a young lad, oh, fuck, my mum's doing me washing the night. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to still have that kind of nous about you and that sort of oomph to go in and yeah. get the job done, like I think that's something that, again, as I was saying, why personal training, I believe, is the hardest ever it's ever been. Yeah. Um, You need that skill more than ever now. But like... It was hard for people then, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, no one else was doing that in the gym. Yeah, I mean, because now everyone's like a personal trainer now. Yeah. There's so like, much competition. But people are scared to talk to people mm. because they're so used to hiding behind their phone and their screens. And yeah. Like messages. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like, it's easy to message someone on Instagram. It is mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But could you go up to that person, look them in the eye, and say, listen, like, I can help you. Here's how, here's mm. why. Yeah. It's a, it's a dialogue. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, also, you know, like the thirteen clients you got, was that all from just you approaching yeah, yeah, people? Yeah, just standard stuff. Yeah. So yeah. My my tactic was always to speak to them, um, break the ice. That would be like contact point one. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I'd work off like a six mm. sort of yeah. point base with them. So by the sixth point, I would try and then offer them a free taster session. Right, right. And that would be okay. then my seventh point. But then obviously, yeah, like yeah. I'd have showcased my skills by then, and how much I could value their how much like, value I could bring to them. Yeah, yeah. And then the eighth point of contact was them signing up. Do you know what I mean? How did you know how to deal? Like, that That sounds very strategic. Did mm. you, like, plan this? Like, um, I did, a little bit. I've always been cu- a curious type, I think, so I've always l- looked to learn and read and listen and I take, like, every room I go into, I'm, like, assessing everything and, like, yeah. just had, always yeah, had that yeah. little thing about me, like, attention to detail, I guess. Um, but also, like I said on the last podcast with, um, with ads was... Again, something that not many people need to know or, or do know about me was that when I got released from Sun and I fully submerged myself into training, like weight training, it was the mm-hmm. only thing I enjoyed other than yeah, football. Yeah. Um, and there was a guy at the gym, um, the Everyone Active gym around the corner from my house, um, who was like, to me at that point, like the man. Do you know right, what I mean? like, right. This guy would flog himself to death working 60 fucking PT hours a week, then everything else that goes with it. Earning good money, um, train like an absolute psychopath. And I was just like, God, this is the mentality that you need yeah. to be successful. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. work like a dog, train like a dog, and just nonstop. And he'd been yeah. doing it for 12, 15 years. And I used to train with this guy every single day. And his mentality was the way he approaches his training and his work. He was like that with getting clients. He was like that with every aspect of his life. Yeah. Like he, I guess he kind of rubbed off onto me as well. So when I went mm-hmm. to Biker, right, when yeah, I was in that yeah. gym, I was like texting him saying, right, here's what I'm going to do today. And it was almost like an accountability piece. Right, yeah. And I'm one of these yeah. people, like, if I say I'm going to do something, yeah, then you have really to have to do yeah, it. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Otherwise, yeah. I look like a dick in my yeah. own head. Yeah. So I was purposely, one, put myself on the back foot 550. Mm-hmm. And I was telling this guy that at the time I really looked up to, mm. I'm going to go and get 10 clients this week. And he was like, well, fucking do it then, show me. Yeah. And I'd be like, right. <laughs> I'd go on that gym yeah. floor, storming around, like, I'm yeah, ready, man, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's classic. It's like my war cry before yeah. going out. <laughs> so, like, do you know what it is, mate? Like, even though now we've probably got nothing, the only thing we probably have in common now is we both like to train hard, but, like, yeah. he's gone off and done his own thing. 
Um, he's a fucking smashing bloke. Um, but like we're not in contact. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I have to. I feel like I always have to give him a, a little shout out, basically, yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he really. When I look back and analyze, he really had an effect on me. Like yeah. at the time, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's that's the that was the way that it went at the beginning. And then obviously when I went to JD Sunderland, like that was, to me that was a easy. Now I had done the hard bit. Right, so right. Sunderland, new yeah, area, yeah. but like it was easy. Do you know when you went biking those, you got 13 clients in two weeks, did you get like hate from other PTs that were already working there? Or like, and um, is there jealousy between personal trainers? There will be. There is yeah. anything, isn't there? Mm-hmm. But I think it's just a highlight of like what you, you get out what you put in. Yeah, you know I mean, and I guess, yeah. If you're not willing to do the things that they are, then don't expect the same results. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's, it's harsh but true mentality yeah they'll sound like 100%. a dick do you know what I mean yeah. and how long were you in uh, JD in Sutherland for oh that's a good question over a year yeah 16 18 months maybe right right yeah and was it after when you decided to start training club after JD so I went biker JD Sunland, then performance fitness centre in right. Leachmere okay that was kind of where the training club was formed right in, in, in its own sense um, but and then and then obviously then COVID hit and then then training club the JD period was when I really started to establish myself mm. in my own head like that I I was getting somewhere I was becoming a, a better coach becoming a better business person do you know what I mean yeah um, again still only early on in my career but I think where the mindset was and the the things that I was doing and the people I was listening to yeah I always see myself as a little bit different I guess to the other people yeah yeah with, again without being big-headed that's just the way the mind yeah is, I mean you, know you mean? have so, to though don't you oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. but subconsciously you were like you wanted something more than just I think so yeah saying that maybe at the time no I think that that statement there that you've just said maybe's only came when I went to my next gym mm. um it's a performance fitness center JD was just about not gonna lie was about making money mm-hmm. to me at the time because again I was again I said this on Azza's podcast like um I almost called it like a little bit of an immature stage, but he also he then backed me up and said, "Well, is it is it immature to want money?" And I was like, "We had a little bit of a conversation yeah. about that, and mm. I don't think it is." But at the time, I was purely working to, yeah, I had pride in my work. I wanted to get insane results, yeah. but I really wanted to make money because mm, yeah. I'd been around money all my life with football. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You see all the people pulling up the flash cars, yeah, wearing the flash clothes mm. and whatnot. I guess it was kind of ingrained in me to want more. Um, so like. It was a hustle to try and make. In my head at the time, it was around, it was to make 10K. That was all out. Do you yeah. know, like that standard stuff yeah. that people yeah, go yeah, through. Yeah. How are we going to hit 10K a month? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I can imagine you obviously comparing yourself to how much you were earning while playing, like with Sunderland. Well, I wasn't earning much at Sunderland. Oh, right, okay. No, you're just a, you're a, youth, you're a youth team player, aren't you? So you don't earn much. Right. right. Um, You only get paid big bucks when you sign a, a big pro deal. Right, you know I mean? right. So, but you were still getting paid while you were in school? Like, oh. No, no. You only get paid when you go full-time. So when you leave school, you sign, oh, a, right, you right. sign a, a scholarship there and then and you get paid. Ah, oh, right, right, right. It ain't much, though. It's under yeah. it's under £1,000 a month, by the way. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People think it's a dream job, man. Fuck me, the hours <laughs> we did, honestly. Yeah. I once worked out like with the lads. We were like, fucking hell, man. Are we ever going to get a day off here? And everyone's like, you playing football? We worked out we were getting paid like one pound thirty an hour <laughs> for the amount of hours that we did in the yeah, like stuff. training and like the training, and the travelling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think people when they see like a football player earning this kind of money, the percentage of that, you know, compared to yeah. the people that aren't earning, it's like people don't realise, isn't it? Like they associate 
anyone in football full time is earning what the yeah what the big dogs are yeah they don't earn that yeah anywhere near. they still play like footy from time to time no i put my boots on on thursday night for the first time <laughs> we had a 11 11 v 11 against for for a charity right yeah. um that was the first time i played 11 aside in four years four years four years wow. i'm still feeling it now the last few days is just about being trying to find my hips and my knees again. <laughs> Tough work, man. No, I think I feel like the older you get, football is like risky, especially if you're not like playing it like yeah, yeah, frequently because yeah. you can injure yourself mm. so easily. Mm-hmm. Like every time I play, because I've already got a shoulder issue. Almost every time I play sh- like football, my shoulder comes like it comes out. Really, it, oh. I don't know why. It, it, mm. It'll be like some. St- it'll be me just shoulder body. It'll be like something light, but just that quick movement. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so I just completely avoid that. Just don't play it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we we have like uh, we have seasonal five aside tournaments amongst the training club. Yeah. So like, when it comes to winter, and we have a summer one. We'll have like seventy lads. And we'd play like wow. plan this massive tournament out higher out the the whole pitches and stuff, and mm-hmm. that's that's like my little fix for the year. Yeah, like, obviously the other day we had eleven aside game, which was mint. Um, so yeah, what position good. did you play growing up? I played centre back. Oh, it it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fair enough. Centre back, man. <laughs> Dreams of being the next John Terry. <laughs> 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 Didn't quite work out, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it'll probably still be like engraved in your head in it because you played like professionally for such a long yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, I played for, I played on Saturdays for still quite some time while I was a PT. I played f- while I was at JD. I played while played while I was doing my PT at Performance Fitness Centre. Yeah. I was earning good money, you know, playing on a yeah. Saturday. Mm-hmm. I really was. I was taking like a grand a month. So again, like yeah. when I say, yeah, when I say I was five fifty back, do you know that when I say yeah, I was yeah, a biker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always knew I had my football money to fall back on. Right, so again, right. I kind of did have that little comfort blanket, yeah, yeah. but still in my head. It's you know like you I mean? need to make money from PT. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, treat that yeah, as a yeah, yeah, yeah. That, course, that yeah. money, the the skill of being able to play football did enable me to fast track certain things. Yeah. Like opening the gym originally. Like I was able to save a lot of money from yeah. football. Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like a grand a month on top of your PT money, which I, which I started to earn really good money at Performance mm. Fitness Centre. Like it, it slowly adds up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Especially when you're still yeah. living at home. Um. So yeah, I was in. A, I was in a good position. I'm not gonna lie. When was the period when you realised like I've got to stop football and mm. fully focus on? I think that came as the training club was starting to form, and I started to build some structure around the week and how it should, how the business side of it should look and feel. Um. I always trapped my PT when I got. I think when I was at the stage of the performance fitness centre gym in Leachmere when um the training club started to form i was all about I, I did start to really adopt it as if it was my business do you know what i mean whereas right. a lot of pts are just like yeah. i do this hour i do yeah i just do 10 hours a day mm-hmm. pts one to one started to approach it like it was a proper business um and again i think that's what kind of fast-tracked me a little bit um like at that pe- period of time i got it to a point where i was only coaching six hours a day on monday wednesday and Friday, that was the training club hours, like right. my mini training club that I had. Um, and then the Tuesday, Thursday was like my one-to-one clients where I'd charge a little bit, well, I'd charge a lot yeah. more. Yeah. Um, but them days, on the Tuesday, Thursdays, I would literally work two, three hours, train myself, and then I would spend the rest of my days working on the business. You'll have heard the term, if you mm-hmm. work, if you're always working in your business, you can't work on it. Right, yeah. So my whole angle at Leachmere, at, the, at that gym, was to work less, 
but actually so I could do more for the clients, yeah. get better results. Right, um, right, right. Create a better model, have, have better systems. Um, so I wasn't just flogging myself in the because of JD I was doing like sixty hours a week of PT. You wow. can't you can't really yeah. you haven't got the time to improve yourself as a coach. Uh-huh. Yeah, you yeah. get an experience from doing the hours, but like mm. you can't actually work on yourself or yeah. on the business. Yeah. You're too fucked. I mean, JD was mental. Like the first so JD was a brat. Have you been to that? The yeah. Gym? Yeah. Sullen, yeah. Yeah. Um that when that gym was brand new, mm-hmm. that was when I started. So it was a complete clean slate. I brought right, one right. client with me from Biker, which is mm. Jay, who's still with us now at the training club. Um, so we had two weeks of like doing show rounds for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the gym wasn't actually open to use, but you could yeah. showcase people around. Like it was. Yeah. That was JD's thing. They wanted their PTs. There was thirteen of us or something to walk, um, like the city of Sunland around the gym because right. people would come. Yeah. Floods and floods. I remember that. Yeah. Did you do it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. So. Um, and what people were stupidly doing, the other coaches or the PTs at the time, they were getting tired after like two or three. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, do you want me to take your show around? I'll do yours. I'll do yours if you want. I'll do yours if you want. So I was doing like five times the show rounds in the, in a day mm-hmm. for two weeks straight. Yeah. Giving out my cards. That right. was my, I was like in the shop window then. I was showing like 10 people around at a time. And I was like, well, do you want my business card? Oh, by the way, do you want to do a session with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I instantly had eighty hours of coaching in my first week. Mate, wow. that's wow, eighty hours. Yeah, mad. Because um, <laughs> other people didn't want couldn't be asked. Yeah, to, uh, but I was like, how the fuck do these people not realize what's going on? The opportunity yeah. here. Yeah. Like yeah. literally, and they were just like, yeah, you take it, Ross. I'm tired. Mate, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing, man? Like, like I, th- I think like people don't realize the opportunity they have. They're just kind of like expecting something magic to happen. Mm. When when the when they are presented with opportunity, the people don't capitalize on. I think you saw that. I was like, mate, I'm taking, I know I can make something from this. Yeah. And yeah. did you say 80 hours of coaching time you had? Like, yeah, that oh, week. Man. And then obviously then you convert, what, half? Mm. 40 clients, like that. Didn't get 40. I think I converted like 40%. So like I had like 30 plus clients yeah. within one week. Mate, that's, that's mate. Do you know what I mean? And this is like one-to-one <laughs> sessions. One-to-one sessions as well. Mate, where'd you get this uh, thingy that's, from? This mindset to like think for us. Strategic I don't know. It, it's just obvious to me. Like what? Nah, like, yeah, well, yeah. It's not exactly. Yeah. I'm doing anything groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just going. Can I just take your people around, please? Because I'm. That means I'm in front of more people than you. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So like, I'm not trying to say sit here and say I'm some Einstein. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um. But yeah, like there was times in JD like where it, you would do like a couple of hours in the morning. Um. Then you'd have like three hours to kill, but you didn't want to go home. So like, I'd pull a quilt in my back of my car and have a pillow in my little corsa and I go and park around the corner and just go to sleep and stuff. Have a nap. I sleep in the back of my car. And in the winter and stuff, I'd like have to proper wrap up and I'd wake, wake up freezing and then have to go back in and yeah. coach people on that. Nah, that's work ethic, man. That's yeah. work ethic, bro. Um, and like, even then though, funny enough, when I went to JD, I was actually not rent. You weren't allowed to go rent at first. Okay. So I actually had to take that hit where I had to do 15 hours of cleaning for them. Right. So bearing in mind, I was doing right. 15 hours for JD uh-huh. and then my 40 hours of PT. Yeah. So it was quite a heavy week, like, and then play football on the night time yeah. during the week and then football on the Saturday. Yeah. So like, I think it got to a point where my body was just battered. I was sick of being tired. Yeah. Hobbling around yeah. the next day. So you always get kicked in the Northern League. It's just one of them 
Yeah, because you, obviously you're doing your training as well. And then I want to yeah. train myself, but yeah. I'm having to tailor it around my football. Which yeah. Is oh. So like, I think that's where the football thing kind of died out. But like I say, I don't resent it because one, I love the game and two, it got me to a position to save a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So so you like, you know when you, did you go to school and stuff, innit? Like, did you go like yeah. uh, university, college? No, didn't go to college, didn't go to university. Um, when you sign your scholarship with Sunland, there's a education scheme as part of your as part of your contract, basically. So we have tutors who would come in, yeah. and teach us as a class. So we'd split up, right, right, right. Um, and we'd we do our work twice, two two college days a week at the club. Yeah. But when I was from the age of fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen at school, mm. um, the Premier League at the time when Sunland in the Premier League, that's when I was there. Was um, they brought in this scheme where you get day release. Right, so yeah. The release yeah. ones, you'd leave your school and you'd go and do your school day at Sunland. So you'd right. do like, you'd go in for seven, you'd do your gym work for an hour, mm-hmm. you then go upstairs, you do your maths, your English. Oh, really? You then go and train, you then get your dinner, you then do more lessons, train again, and then that was your day release. So yeah. you technically do your school then. Mm. And then it got to a point where I was in year 11 where I was literally barely in school. So that's a tricky one as well because yeah. you're at a point now where you know your GCSEs are coming. Yeah, yeah. It's like your parents are a little bit like, hmm, if he doesn't make it as a footballer, is he going to be like fucked because he's missed loads of education? Mm-hmm. So that's a funny one for clubs and, and people yeah, at that yeah. age. Um, How so did like, your parents deal with that when at 19 when you were dropped? How my parents deal with it? Uh, they were just supportive. Yeah. Uh-huh. No supportive. Like, obviously, I was a little bit well, there's a, there's a period of time where you're like hell bent on you just know you're gonna be a footballer. Like, yeah. It's fine. I'm not bothered. Yeah, it's okay. I'm getting clubs. You know what I mean, I'm going on trials. Like it's gonna happen eventually. Um, and then I think I'm a realist. Like I'm not really something like I've got still I've still got mates now who still think they're gonna be a footballer after having gone through that whole process that I've been. But right. after like six or seven months with myself, I didn't like give up, but I just become realistic and just thought, right, I need to park this now. I need to just focus on an actual. Mm. career and something mm-hmm. else that I'm passionate about and then they were just they were just supportive of it Um, I had a few meltdowns along the way like literally like what the fuck am I going to do yeah, like, crying course. all this type of shit like, yeah Um, I just yeah started to stick in and find your own way I guess with a little bit of guidance and support yeah but you never went back to like a like office job innit you always no. like yeah, late you... to fitness and yeah. training yeah one of my college tutors had a fitness business in Sunland just a very small one yeah. Um, and that was actually my first experience of coaching people. So like, yeah. when I got released, I went and did, that was my first job before the football coaching and stuff. I did that for like three months and stuff. Right. Um, but then I got pneumonia and I fucking <laughs> sacked off as well. It's like, no chance am I doing yeah. this to myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, um, you know, like the, the formation of the training club, how long did it take, like, you know, the planning process, all of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So like, how long did that take before you actually initially, you know, signed the lease and yeah. went forward with that? Um. So in lockdown, me and Abby was speaking, well, it was mainly, you know, it was Abby because Abby was like, I'm going to leave Skinny Pigs and I'm going to set up my own space. Mm. Um, And she technically didn't have any, of her own clients, they were Skinny Pigs clients. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But she was very liked and popular, and she knew her shit. Like she was levels above what they were delivering. Yeah. So she made the jump and did like a mini business plan towards opening her own space. I was like, okay, cool. Um, in the meantime, I'd been told that I couldn't go back to Performance Fitness Center and do the model 
that I was doing. Right. Why is that? It was starting to like take over the gym a little bit. It was just ah, bit, right. like it was just yeah, it was yeah. as if it, I felt as though well, that was my mentality. It, ignorant of me, I treat as if it was my gym. Um, uh-huh. I still had respect for the client, yeah, you know, and, and, yeah. and the owners and stuff, and the other PTs. God, I'm not saying that, but like my mentality was right when my sessions are on. It's it's my gym, you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. Um, it just I could understand if it was me and I owned that gym, I wouldn't want it either. Do you know what I mean? So right. I don't. There's no right, 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 there at all. Right. Anything, if anything, it was the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. You know I mean? But anyway, yeah, yeah. so like in the back of my head, I was like, well, I can't go back there, there and and do like one or two. Like I can't just coach two people, and I've been coaching six. Like it's going to kill everything that I've been working on. Mm. Um, but anyway, long story short, I went and viewed a facility with Abby. She just went for it. This was like June. So I think you could start like driving places in lockdown. You could start like yeah. doing meetings and stuff. So she was allowed to technically go and view this site with yeah. someone who owned it, like with the landlord. Uh-huh. She viewed it. And as soon as I walked in, I was like, fuck me, I need a piece of this as well. Like I've actually got clients. What am I doing? Like, yeah. Why am I going to yeah. even, do you know what I mean? Like she had literally nothing, but she still had the balls yeah. to do it. So yeah. fair play to her. Like, and then literally seven doors up, I looked in, there was a yellow and blue sign saying to let. And I was like, all right, nice. 2000 square feet. So I booked a viewing as well. Yeah. The same week. So I went and viewed it. Uh-huh. Before you know it, we both signed leases on <laughs> two separate buildings, seven doors down. Um, and then the planning of it, it, it just had to happen fast, I guess, because there was talks of us coming out of lockdown and things like that. And obviously uh-huh. as soon as we were allowed to come fully out of lockdown, you wanted I wanted it to be ready. Sold, right? yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So what happened in that period was Abby's gym was like, just literally just brick nothing in it like right. like one squat rack or something like that mm. which someone had left behind it was just like a derelict building really and she started doing the exact same thing i did at jd she got all the skinny pigs people she had to like 80 hours of one-to-one in there yeah um again similar conversion rate turned 80 hours into 40 one-to-ones mm-hmm. but then slowly then turned that into pairs and then slowly turn that into fours slowly turn that into sixes do you know what i mean so but while she was doing that i was taking like the kit that i had in my garage from way back when when i first started PTing, yeah. and any bits on and, the drive any uh, any bits and bobs that she had from that she gathered or collected or i think she took some from a previous gym owner as well like just daft little bits of plates mm. and stuff i started now re-delivering the training club on this little grass patch outside of our door right so I started to have lads come to me again as I was doing a performance fitness center just before the lockdown uh-huh. come to me and we trained on this grass patch. And again, I just program as best as I could with yeah, what yeah. I could, but because people have been in lockdown, they were just fucking buzzing to be able to go and drive but somewhere, yeah, yeah, do course, something yeah. and, and yeah, then relax yeah. again. Do you know what I mean? So, 100%. and then also while that was going on, it was like, by the way, lads, that's going to be our gym up there. Do you know what I mean? Cause we're just looking at the left. Yeah, yeah. We signed a lease on that. So like it kept them just coming and like they knew there was something at the end yeah, of the yeah, to get excited. I mean? so, yeah. Um yeah, and I remember once I got my ski ergs or something in my in my flooring down and I couldn't wait to get in. So like I ended one of my grass sessions by popping the shutter of the gym, which no one had seen before. And we went in and did like a finisher in there and it was just unbelievable. Like we only went in for five minutes, but it was the end of my grass session. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I took them in there and was did that it. the first workout, like inside. It, it was one no no. Oh uh, yeah, it was yeah, 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 yeah. One of the first workouts inside. I remember that vividly. I, so you know when you signed the lease in that, did you even have the name training club at this time? Yeah, because I was acting as the training club at Performance Fitness Centre. Like people were wearing the t-shirts. Ah, and right. right, so, right. So you already had that name. I had a mini training club concept yeah, yeah, yeah. going in that gym beforehand. Right, right, right. Right. And then I did like in lockdown, the training club COVID cut. 
Mm. Like I, right. That was the Facebook group that I did in COVID. Uh-huh. I earned, earned 900 quid a month in lockdown. That's sick, man. Just from live, live yeah, workouts. Yeah. It was sick. Um, and that, again, like I kept the training club like hype going, I guess, at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't many people doing that, even lockdown. Yeah. So, um, aye. It was like performance fitness centre, COVID cut. And then... So that that's two, such a sick yeah, story. That 2,000 square foot, is that the same building that you're on currently? Yeah. That you're still using? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we've just obviously like... Um, Done a full refurb. We've knocked stuff down. We've also yeah. knocked into next door now as well. So oh, have you? Yeah. So you should come down and have a look. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, yeah. For sure, man. Definitely. Open gym on Saturdays. Come and come and see it. And that. Right. You'd love it, like. Um, yeah, like the training you guys are doing. It's like um, I don't think it's CrossFit, but it's like it's functional, isn't yeah. it? It's a, yes, yeah. yeah. We 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 call it functional bodybuilding. Yeah, That's what we call it. Yeah, we we absolutely don't teach CrossFit. Um, mm. I think a lot of people come in and see like a a setup where everything's in a line. Uh-huh. You know, like when people see CrossFit rigs, yeah, just associate yeah, 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 because yeah. they don't really get it. Do yeah, they? I'm not expecting them to. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so do you guys do CrossFit? And I'm like, no, we don't do CrossFit. Yeah, uh, we don't coach ollie lifting basically. So yeah, we don't we don't do CrossFit at all. Um, yeah. But, so is that like bodybuilding with like cardio kind of thing where you yeah. also fit in like internally? Yeah. Bodybuilding, um, corrective exercise, and then obviously the 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 training of your energy systems and stuff, your yeah. aerobic and anaerobic capacity yeah. and stuff. But um, yeah, we deliver it in team team scenarios and team setups, so it's a lot more enjoyable. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. competitive. It ticks That's that box. What the, men, like, you know what I mean? the thing I felt like is so sick with what, what you guys are doing. It's like, it's a community. Mm. Yeah. It's like everyone that comes, it's like, I feel as though everyone just belongs yeah. like in the training club. Yeah. And it, it just, I don't know, mate. I, I, I just think it's so sick what you guys are doing. Because it's, it's bringing people together, but it's for a good reason. Because, mm. like, obviously, you know, it. once people can get active and start living that lifestyle, you can't go back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it changes their whole life around. Yeah. Our mission statement, um, find purpose and push potential, mm-hmm. is literally, like, what is going yeah. on there every single day. Like, like what you've just said, like, they have a sense of belonging. Yeah. Um, but it's about finding it first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then... A lot of people go through a journey and a process from day one to actually understanding that they have more to give for themselves and for others. Mm-hmm. So they unlock like that potential. Yeah. Really. yeah. And I like to think that we facilitate that. Them doors getting knocked down for them as individuals. And do you know what I mean? Like, however it is, people are progressing within their physiques, their minds, their relationships, being a parent. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's, it's a very special thing to know that you haven't like a yeah. positive impact on. Do you know what I mean? Um, and whilst I'm not like heavily involved in that kind of frontline stuff now, where you're mm-hmm. like with the members and stuff every single day, all day, mm. um, it's still I'm still ticking that box in other ways now, which is the stuff that people won't see. You know yeah, I mean? like I'm making sure things are set up a certain way so that they can get this, yeah, or they can have, or that our coaches can have this impact on yeah. them. Do you know what I mean? So because you're taking more like care of the actual business yeah. you're progressing with the business because you've got coaches and stuff doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's yeah. a natural progression i guess mm-hmm. i think things that progress they demand certain positions and jobs of people mm-hmm. and obviously if i'm the founder like it's natural that i'm gonna have to step into a different yeah. role as the business grows of course, yeah you know what i mean so um i still try my best to be as close to the members as possible yeah like there's a time where I knew every single thing about every single person. Um, and I think, have you heard that saying where you can only handle 
a certain number of relationships or something before you start to like before mm-hmm. they become meaningless yeah. or something. I think yeah. it's like you can only remember yeah. 150 people's names or something like that. Mm. Like, something like that. Um so now like we're at a point where there's some guys coming in the gym and, and I might not know the name. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And that's really weird because obviously you've been used to so hands on yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and I used to see it as my purpose to like not go two or three days without messaging these people and seeing how they are. And yeah, I yeah. can't uphold that standard that I had now because I just can't. Yeah, but well you've um, got yeah, that many people. Yeah. So, that, so now when you see someone coming, it's like, oh my God, this is horrendous. Like, I've never met this person because they'll go through their, their onboarding, mm. their first couple of weeks of trial and I might not have seen them just because of the times that we yeah, yeah. work off and stuff like that and it's very strange. But right. then I'll obviously make sure I go and find out who he is, mm-hmm. go and mm-hmm. shake his hand and yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, but it is a, it's a weird one, like, but I guess that's just growth, isn't it? Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. What's your like next goals or next steps that you want to put into implement for your future um, for the training club? I'm sure you have ideas and yeah, I've got ideas and things, but I I keep harshly getting reminded that we're not ready for any of that sort of stuff yet. Mm. From from whatever it may be, I think the stage that we're at now, I feel like we've got a solid team together. Some of them are still in their infancy with us, um, like our latest um, hire, um, young Cole, like. I think it's important to sometimes sit in your business and earn the right to do the next thing, whatever mm-hmm. that, that may be. Like, obviously, I've got, like, big goals and stuff, like, being nursing the thought of having a second side, but then you just you just think, like, you need to get this one right first. Um, you need to... Well, you, need, you need to turn over a certain amount of money. You need to yeah. take yeah. a certain amount of profits to be able to do this again. Jesus, like, come mm-hmm. on, right? Stop kidding yourself, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's so many elements to things that matter massively yeah, yeah. like your team like yeah. the structure like setting things up so that they work like clockwork without you having to be present yeah you know what i mean yeah um, so in terms of the next goals and next steps i guess it's just to prove to myself that this current model and concept and business that we have can operate without me being in it right you know what right, I mean? right, yeah. yeah not that i want to step away but i need i don't think you have a business until yeah that can happen i think you're just an employee to your business right. you know what i mean like yeah. if I, mm. and I, I need to test that for myself yeah and i also need to see then what needs to change to have that right yeah because only then you can even think about having another one having another one you know what i mean right, yeah. right, right. that's my that's yeah, my most yeah, recent yeah. learning over the last couple of weeks as well by the way fellas. Yeah. Like, that's not like yeah you know what i mean because like as soon as i completed the coffee club com- um knock through and the revamp of the gym, it was like, I was on like a come down because I'd been climbing this hill for so yeah, long to try and get yeah. us over the line um, and get everything boxed off how I wanted it. And when I got there, I was like, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. yeah. Really, I'm like, well, hang on a minute. You've got a business to run, like run the business, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, do what, do the important yeah. stuff. And then I obviously naturally then like, right, well, what's the next thing that can scratch my, yeah, 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 my need for like, yeah. want, do you know what I mean? And sometimes you just got to like um, be mature and just sit in it and just think, well, just chill out, will you? Yeah, and earn yeah, the right yeah. again. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Strange one. Are you selling like merch and stuff? Like, uh, are you selling? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. The merchandise does well. It does well locally. Uh-huh. It does well in the gym, obviously, but it does well locally as well a little bit. Yeah. And every now and again, we'll get like a random purchase from Bolton, Manchester, London. It's that's like, sick. That's yeah. sick, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Of course, for sure, yeah. It's unreal because you'd never expect. But I'm really passionate about mer- uh, merchandise and clothing and stuff. Yeah. Or not. Um, so it's something I would like to. Mate, do you know uh, Christian Guzman? Yeah. Mate, I've been watching him since I was a young kid. Mate, like the inspiration of his story and the way he 
Like, and you see his progress of like the first gym he started mm-hmm. to then, you know what I mean? So like, when I hear your story, I'm like, I'm very like, very much like <laughs> he's, he's another level, that guy. Yeah. He's amazing. I watch but his stuff as even well. Even he started somewhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, so that's what you guys like, are doing, yeah. yeah. A video of him like ordering machines first time ever and he's like crying or something because he's like, <laughs> I've, I've worked so hard. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I've worked so hard for this and stuff. And I'm like, I wouldn't like to see the, his bill. For his gyms, yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. I've seen mine and hasn't even got, has name got um, <laughs> machinery in. You know I, mean? I think the YouTube channel helps him a lot because a lot of viewers in it, so a lot mm. of people like go there for the gets a lot like, of passive income. Yeah, that, doesn't he? definitely. Have you th- have you got a YouTube channel for? No, we haven't. Income? Nah, no. I mean, it's one of them things where you second guess yourself. Like, would people want to watch this or me? Do you know what yeah, I mean? but like, I guess you've just got to do, haven't you, to find out. I think if you if you guys had like a training club, you I think it'll do sick. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think it'll do sure. really well. Because I think people like like you giving advice on how to start a gym, how you started. I'm pretty sure a lot of people love that. Like when I watch Christian Guzman, I'm seeing the way he handled business, mm. and I'm like I'm like learning. Well, this is such a sick way to yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, live, yeah. the way he lived his life. I'm like I want to like imitate that almost yeah. like the clothing brand, the energy drink company. Yeah, like yeah. man, he's living a mad life. Like yeah, I, isn't he? It's like a <laughs> A good life, my eyes, and uh, I think definitely well, you know, training club. It's something to add to the list, isn't it? Yeah, another yeah. thing to do. <laughs> be more work, cost <laughs> money as well. That shit does. You get a bit of and that to be done. To be done properly, it'll cost a canny bit of money. Yeah, I mean, if you've got like a photographer, videographer, or someone that's um, willing to come with you and like train with yeah. you, then yeah. I'm sure you can work out a deal. Our content guys, <laughs> content guys, to do this like yeah. that. He doesn't need any more. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> fucking kill me. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's sick, man. That's honestly, yeah, for sure, amazing. Hey, this the another like because obviously Abby's your girlfriend. She's mm. got like her like a girls only thing, and you got oh, that's that's fucking goals, man. That's, that's honestly weird goals. Concept, yeah. <laughs> yeah, unique. It's very unique. It's yeah. That's oh, what I mean. Like, obviously now we've got the coffee club as well, which like only encourages the community. I think right. Um, it was built to do that just that as well um, but now obviously the public is starting to come in as well which is again mm-hmm. we're always in the shop window now because you never know who's going to walk in so what do you mean like the, the coffee, coffee yeah I don't... so we knocked the gym down completely yeah pulled all the kit out put new kit in right um removed some rooms that were taking up about 500 square feet of the floor space knocked them down so that's become gym space now so now yeah. that gym is just fully 2,000 square feet of gym space. Right. Um, and then the unit next door was actually, at the time, held by a guy who was storing, like, classic cars and stuff. Uh-huh. So I went and knocked on his door, and I was like, any chance you could, like, move out of this fucking place? <laughs> <laughs> There's a unit down the road, like, you can get in there if you want. He was like, oh, well, he's sound, yeah. Like, he was actually really, he was great about it, to be fair, because... It was a right fuck on change anything over. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knocked through and it's been knocked through before and previously by other tenants and stuff. So we knocked through, um, we, whatever, what them rooms were that we knocked down, like showers, like yeah. the kitchen sort of space. Yeah. Tiny by the way. Um, we then put in a neck, like into this knock through that we've done. Right. But like the space is like, it's beautiful. Like it's stunning. Yeah. Like, we've had the floor resined, um, We've had a full cafe slash coffee club mm. kitchen set up, full shebang. Like talking the works, like the machine coffee machines, like yeah, yeah, the fortune. The kitchen's the best 
of the best and all that type of shit. And then we've got like a podcast suite at the back. Right. Um, which we haven't started yet, but we want to later in the yeah, year. Yeah. Which is like, it's like a multi-purpose room. It's like an office space for us, but yeah. we'll move stuff around and stuff. So it becomes a podcast suite. Yeah. Like all the soundproofings mm. in. We've got a nice ensuite. Uh, sorry, not ensuite. We've got a nice toilet bathroom and then two shower rooms as well. And then a nice seating area yeah. for people to come. So people are coming off the public. They'll order from the menu, mm-hmm. but mainly our members will come in. They'll have like post-workout oats, probes, yeah. mm. uh, protein shakes, coffees. Um, and we've just done our menu yesterday for the next step, which is going to be food and stuff. So, But that's ran as like a separate business now. Um, but mm. it's because the coffee club and the training club are now blocked off by glass doors. Right. So like it's two separate entities. Uh-huh. Right. But, um, it's just a nice community space really for members to mingle. And then the Studio Six girls all pile in as well. So it just of pulls course. us together. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. And obviously everyone that trains at the training club, the majority of them will get something. Yeah. Yeah. They do, yeah, typically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll buy the pre workouts from there. Yeah. Their waters and whatnot. And yeah. So are you the founder of Coffee Club as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Your idea, everything. That's my second business now, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, great. Mate, that's sick. That, you know. Yeah. So it's it's tough. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That, that's tough. It's it, I really struggled at the beginning running running the two. Um because mm. like food and that you've got to do like a lot of licensing and stuff. <coughs> Yeah, that was a fuck on as well. Yeah. Um, all the health inspections and things like that. Yeah. Mate, you just there's no script to any of this mm-hmm. shit. Like yeah. you just fucking wing it like yeah. basically. Um and again, like being surrounded by helpful people, like Abby's now running the social media for the coffee club, which is a huge burden off my shoulders. Because yeah. honestly, that was getting me down, like how hard it was. Cause you got all these things going on for the training club, and now you're doing the same yeah. for the coffee club. Yeah. It's like what the fuck? But and, and she does that as a hobby now. She actually enjoys it as a hobby. Right. So I was like, yeah, you can do that. Happy days. Happy days. <laughs> and then obviously you need staff to run the coffee club because uh-huh. it's getting to a point now where, mate, like on a Saturday, you need four people behind the till. Mm-hmm. One making the shakes, yeah. one making the oats, one doing the coffee, one doing the till. It's crazy. So I'm like, last Saturday we had an event. We had a, a we had the Physique Accelerator photo shoot mm-hmm. in the morning. Um, we had a charity event to set up for. So I was like coaching, doing the pauses for the physique accelerator, running back to make coffees, and then running back outside to do that, and then going back to do a protein shake. It was crazy. Um, so that's my life at the minute. So I'm I'm at the point now where I'm going to look to get a, a second full time member staff behind the coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's going well. Yeah, I didn't even know Steady that had a coffee place. That's yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. You need to come through and see it. Yeah, yeah we definitely do. do. It's really nice. Just been cleaning it there this morning. What a fuck on. <laughs> yeah. Where did you get the ideas for that? Was it just like in your mind? It just um, felt right, or did you see someone? I think inspiration is everywhere. Like I say, I'm quite a individual yeah, yeah. person. Like everywhere I go in, like I'll go into a cook restaurant, and I'll stare at the lights and that, and I'll be like, "That's a fucking cool light there." Yeah, weird shit like that. Don't know. I don't. Really, I'm, I believe it or not. I never. I've never drank coffee before until I got this. Wow. I still okay. hate, I, I've never had a coffee in my life, and I'm a guy who owns a coffee shop. <laughs> but uh, I do now. Like I nip my nose and bother just just so I can get the caffeine hit. But honestly, yeah, still, and I still hate the taste. I hate the smell. How weird's that? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, what you drink, like tea in that. Like, no, I don't drink tea either. Literally, I'm strictly monster just and water. Energy drinks, yeah. <laughs> but um. The I- you start energy drink company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The ideas just come from like, I've obviously, again, like you, I do yeah. watch the same people as you, like your Guzmans and that. You can mm. see 
the little the there's so many opportunities in fitness like you can just come off the off the path yeah and dip your toe into this and then yeah, yeah. Dip your toe into that like merch like mm. he's got that fucking alpha eats hasn't he or something yeah like, stuff like that like yeah um like i base a lot of the aesthetics on the training club mm. off alpha land believe yeah. it or not um so yeah, I just seen the idea. Me and Abby actually always spoke about how we would run a cafe, and because we like to go for brunches and stuff, and yeah, like, um, like you love lilies and things like that. And we mm -hmm. always said like, oh, we if I was to yeah. have one, I would do this. Yeah, and I was like, fuck it, this is an opportunity to do it, because the space was going to be way too big to have. Like when we knocked through, the space was going to be too big, and I didn't want an L shape to the gym. For it to be a gym. Right. So I was like, well, I definitely know I need showers. I definitely want an office. Mm. I thought, well, let's do a coffee shop as well then. Um, it makes sense. Like people come here, they're gonna grab something. They might as well might as well have them both, yeah. you know what I mean? Um so yeah. What's your plans for the podcast? You um so our social media campaign, Men the Talk. Mm. Have you seen them videos or not on Instagram? I'll probably have social media at oh, the yeah. moment. Yeah. You're not saying them, the men the talks. No. So Men the Talks like a it's a it's a campaign that we've run for like over a year now. Um and it's like a it's a chance for men to kind of share their stories, um be vulnerable and mm -hmm. show that they are part of a safe space and community and they can kind of tell a little bit of a, a story about mm -hmm. themselves that people may or may not know. Right. Um and us being the training club and and, and builders of men and whatnot and yeah, the only male personal training gym in the country, might I add as well, which is pretty sick. Yeah, we find like it's our duty to kind of facilitate this side to right. men. Yeah, which is obviously, as you know, like mental health is crazy, isn't of it? Of course, yeah. Um, so that's that campaign. So we create the safe space for men to actually feel comfortable to come on camera first and foremost and do mm -hmm. it, and then for us to then post it is quite a big thing for them. Yeah. Now we do that and we post one every week. Mm. So. We've got a lot of guys like putting themselves out up, there yeah. but, and opening up, but it comes from that shared vulnerability. Like they've seen someone else do it. Oh, that's fine. Mm. If Do you know what I mean? Like I can do it then because yeah. they've done it. Yeah. We actually started it by allowing people to know that it was okay by us coaches doing it. We all did our own first. Right, right. And that kind of became a knock-on effect. But anyway, like the Men That Talk campaign on socials, I would like to turn into a podcast. But I don't want it to be just around mental health. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because, um, like, we're a bunch of men talking now. Yeah. Mm. It hits the box of men that talk. Mm -hmm. We could be talking about anything. Yeah. Um, it's basically just to celebrate men. Um, and and again, like, allow people to be allow men to be vulnerable and talk about whatever it is that they want to talk about, as opposed to having to sit on it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think it'll be quite a powerful podcast. I think it'll be cool. Yeah. We just had James on from Space. Yeah, Space Northeast. Space right. Northeast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. recently had him on. <clears throat> Jamesy Files. Yeah. yeah. He was a member yeah. of the TC. Yeah. 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 Sick. When he talks about, like, obviously, I think I think a lot of people benefit as well because they're going gym as well, the community. Yeah. We've had, like, yeah, like Dan. We had Dan yes on yesterday. He was a member of Dan Training Club. Um, he's a mortgage advisor. Oh, Dan. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Danny Knott. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he, yeah, he was a member of the he's Training Club. He's a good lad, Danny well. Knott, yeah. He was a member of the training club when it first pretty much opened, I think, within a mm -hmm. couple of months. And then mm. he had some time off and then he's come back. So, yeah, he's doing well, well himself as well. I want to ask you, like, when it comes to the machines and stuff, what was the process of you finding the right machines? Mm. Or, like, or how did that happen? So, 
in that setup period that I said I wanted everything to happen fast. Mm. Again, back to the similar mindset towards the biker situation, the DW biker. I invested five hundred pound a month into a, a mentor. Right. Um. So again, I'm minus. I've got uh-huh. just signed on for a lease, which is minus. Yeah. Mentor minus. <laughs> um. So again, on the back foot straight away, but priceless. Yeah. Like this mentor, I don't know if you know him, Ollie Marchon, who you might yeah. follow him on social media. Yeah. Um, he's a big dog in the industry, I guess. He's yeah. his business and and his himself as a person are kind of leaders within our industry and our and our model of small group personal training. Um, I think they've been going like eight years now or something like that. So he had a proven model and method at the time, and I thought this guy knows what he's doing. I'll reach out to him. It was just so. It just so happened he was starting like a mentorship sort of thing and he was trying to dip his toe in that world. Right. So we kind of both needed and wanted mm. out of it what we yeah, wanted, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. um spoke to him, the kit situation, like I saved thousands of pounds just from going through him because he was well known in the industry. He had right. he had contact, so I was able to set up at a fraction of the cost. Right. Um, right. From going through him. I was able to save a lot of money, time, and inexperience decisions by speaking to him and having someone like him in my corner. Right, right, right. Which was brilliant. And yeah. I actually still work with him now cl- quite closely. Um, so, yeah, like the kid situation, I remember filming the when it was like absolutely bare, the room. Um, and he would just give, us, give, give me his advice and stuff. And again, like I say, managed to save a lot of money and also stop any yeah crazy mistakes just from having that guidance i guess how important is it do you think to actually pay for advice for someone who's going to benefit you because a lot of people stop themselves from like having a pt or like wanting to get a mentor yeah because i think they've like they don't need it like in your case you said it helped you a lot and yeah i mean it depends what you prioritize it's like every decision you make yeah mm-hmm. Amount of people who don't prioritize their fitness, but they'll happily get lashed up on a weekend. Their health and fitness get yeah. lashed up <clears throat> by the time they've done a bag of coke in and a and a daft night with the lads. Yeah. Probably spending a, a monthly yeah. membership at the TV. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, it's the same with stuff like this. Like, yes, it's you taking a hit financially, but the f- I just don't get people who don't do this sort yeah. of stuff because what you gain from it is priceless. Yeah, like yeah, he might have saved me four grand on kit. Mm. But what he saved me in terms of decisions that would have led to probably fucking mm. twenty four grand instead of four, it's priceless. Yeah. Like for the sake yeah. of five hundred quid a month, come on, man. Yeah, it's very ignorant for people and arrogant for people not to not to like learn from people who are ahead of them or mm-hmm. who have been there and done it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm all for like dipping your toe in and things and, yeah. and learning on the go, absolutely. But if there's an opportunity to save time. Fast track, save yeah. money mm. by spending money. Yeah. And it makes sense to do it. Like someone walking in and like putting like two twenties and starting a deadlift for the first time ever without advice. Mm-hmm. You could have just injured yourself and out for a whole year. Whereas yeah. if you did like invest in a put like PT or something, definitely could have avoided that injury. Exactly. Like avoided the mistakes in it. Yeah. Like definitely. it makes sense, like Definitely. I think I think stuff like that's priceless, but it's so overlooked because it's not it's not a direct um, yeah, physical yeah. sort of thing that you're yeah. getting in return for your money. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I'm massive on thought provocation as well. Like I'll happily pay quite a lot of money to mm. be in a room just to be challenged on my thoughts. Mm. It might not even be directly. It might just be something that they say into the room. 
But like mm-hmm. I say, there's detail and everything that's said, and you can take that as inspiration. You can yeah, yeah, yeah. That and certain things. Like I didn't tell you this, but I, I did mention it on Ads's video. I think I spent that time at the performance fitness center. Um, when I'd left JD and I was doing all them crazy hours and stuff, I think I spent over a year period thirteen thousand pound with an online coach to realise I didn't want to be an online coach. My how mad's that? <laughs> and that's fucking crazy. Like I was paying this guy to teach me how to become an online coach. Uh-huh. But all I gained from it was knowing that I didn't want to be an online coach. <laughs> but yeah. I was able to take the systems, yeah. some of the things that we were talking about, yeah, and turn that into making the training club at Performance mm-hmm. Fitness Centre mm-hmm. where I'd work Monday, Wednesday, Friday and I'd do me high-ticket yeah, yeah. PT stuff Tuesday, Thursday. Like, even that's priceless because it's got me to where I am now. Yeah. Like, like everything's horrible. Someone's like, you've yeah. spent 13 grand to realise you need to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday and put your, t- like your lads into groups. But at the time, I didn't even realise I just wanted to coach men at the time as well. Yeah, spent 13 grand over a year period to realise I think I just want to work with men because I get better results with them. I have more of a rapport. With yeah, them. yeah. Um, so that to me is money well spent. Mm. Thirteen grand, mm-hmm. fucking crazy, but money well spent. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm. But it wasn't a direct. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you know um, what I mean? It's happened like. Yeah. It's like you've realized it over time. Yeah. The importance it's of it. by accident, but by yeah. not, yeah, yeah, yeah. but by doing that in the first place, has allowed you to actually gain from it in the long yeah. run. Mate, there's still stuff I like did when I was younger, and I'm still like now I see, you know I'm seeing the benefit of it. Like mm. you may not realize, like, like yesterday I could have done a mistake. I'm be like, oh, why did I do that? But like next week, it'll be like, oh, this is this is what I learned from that. Yeah, so yeah. It, exactly. It's a situation where like every L I believe is is not actually an L. It's exactly. It's stopping you learn something from it. You know what I mean? You move forward with it, and uh, definitely. Yeah, thirteen grand is a lot of money though. Bro. It is uh, over here. <laughs> it yeah. is yeah. Oh. But. Mm-hmm. but it's the same mentality towards taking that backwards step mm-hmm. to possibly go forward what, what what would be your advice to someone that's looking to start a gym in terms of uh, how would they approach it what's the biggest obstacles that mm-hmm. you face getting clients marketing aspect of it it's mm-hmm. a lot of questions on that <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you were to start a gym I would definitely seek advice Again, for all the reasons I've just stated, mm. um, to to mitigate any expensive mistakes, um, yeah. which might be costly, um, but also just to become clear on what it is you're doing and why, and having clarity on the mission and stuff. And yeah, I think having that will align your decision making on everything that you do, even down to your kit. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if your mission is to train men, and you believe in bodybuilding, because do you know what I mean? But if, yeah. if you don't know that then you might go and order something that's stupid, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and right. Yeah. <clears throat> Silly, it's a stupid, small um, example of that, but it's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm huge on marketing because, obviously, if you're not telling your story and providing social proof and providing value, how yeah. will anyone ever land on your doorstep? It's not mm-hmm. just going to happen. Yeah. Same with everything. If you're not doing them 80 walk rounds a day to someone's 10, you can't just expect it to happen. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So... Um, yeah, but opening a gym is, is not easy. I think it helps if you have like a, a, some form of client base or some form of recognition in your local market to start with, because that is essentially who you're going to be working with, your local yeah. market, people who can physically touch, touch you and get there geographically. Um, yeah, I don't know if that is much advice, but yeah, I guess like be, uh, 
the logistics side of things, like it's hard for me to say because I don't know what type of gym you're setting up, or yeah, like where yeah. you are, like mm. all these things that matter. Do you know what I mean? Um, like having that goal and sticking with it, like you said, bodybuilding, mm. get the right equipment for bodybuilding, mm. don't like switch up kind of thing. And yeah, just just clarity on on the mission, like a like, vision of exactly yeah. what you want. Mm-hmm. Definitely, because that'll that'll only enhance your decision making. Yeah, um, and making making sure it's right and true to the cause of what you're trying to achieve. Um. Yeah, it sounds daft, but it does really help. But also, you're winging it as well, and you learn as you go on. Definitely, kind of thing. definitely. Like no one teaches you how to do staffing, payroll, yeah, uh, all this shit. Like gym yeah. rotors, like what's people management is probably one of the hardest things that there is absolutely no script for. Like, yeah, I don't know how to fucking manage staff, but you just learn as you go. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm lucky enough. I've always been in leadership positions. Maybe he's grown up. That might have enhanced and given me a little bit of a head start, maybe, I don't know. But your ability to understand humans and the the way they operate and what makes them tick. Mm -hmm. Um, One, to get your best out of your clients. But now, for me, it's how can I get the best out of my staff. Um, That's one of the hardest things, I think. And every single business owner I speak to, staffing is the number one hardest. Getting the right people. Yeah. Allowing them to see that they're part of something big to actually uphold their personal vision and right. their personal wants and needs. Do you know what I mean? Um, that's a that's a challenging thing. Um, ensuring that you're now growing these people as you were growing clients. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everything's the principles are all the same, but it's now in a different different form, level, right? different yeah. form, and now the stakes are higher as well. So, with certain things like one of our coaches is about to have a kid. Right, like fucking hell, I never had a coach. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, how do you? Yeah, yeah it's just crazy little thoughts. Like, yeah. fucking hell, like we we facilitate people having babies now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if this goes tits up, <laughs> yeah. that baby suffers, man. Like that's pressure in it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, mad. That is mad, especially when you look back and where you've started from, innit? And then you see the progress. Mm. It must be like rewarding to see when you step in the gym every time, innit? Yeah. To, yeah. yeah, to know that you created yeah, you that. built this. This, yeah. the whole thing. I mean, yeah, technically I created it, but genuinely, I know the cringy saying is we couldn't have done it without everyone else. Yeah. But you, could, you can't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. To run something we're running and to get to where we are, yeah. it's absolutely because of the people that we've had uh-huh. yeah. in from day one. Yeah. Um, the people who come and come on board. Um, and they know they're part of something big and we know what we want to achieve. So um, it might sound crazy to people and it's blue sky thinking, but again, like I say, I'm a big believer in whatever I say I'm going to do. Happens, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So um, whether that's manifestation, whether that's ego, whether... Yeah. Um, but I th- it works yeah. for me personally, so I'll keep... Yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> like you've got to back up, you, you know what I mean, whatever you yeah. talk. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jay, innit? Because he's he was he came from biker and he's still yeah. Shout out to Jay. Yeah. yeah, he's still still with you guys. Still with you. Mm-hmm. People think he's the accountant. He's <laughs> 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 <Not> the accountant. <laughs> yeah, but no. Anything you want to end with in terms of? Uh, no, I'm happy, man. Yeah. Happy to take your lead. Plug. Yeah. Do you wanna plug, plug your Insta? Good. All of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that shit. <laughs> You can plug me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, like, thank you for coming on. Yeah, man. Um, because we've been wanting to have you on for a long time. Yeah. Now. Sick. So, <laughs> um, thank you for having me, fellas. Yeah, it's, it's been, chat. it's been a great, great talk, and I feel like um, people listening can 
well, anyone interested in fitness as a whole can yeah. learn a lot yeah. from this conversation. Yeah. So I think you just need to come down now and see. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Mark. Yeah. Have to yeah, come down. Definitely. Yeah. We'll go down next week, next yeah. Saturday. Next right. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm in Dublin, mind, so I'll not be there. We've got a fitness competition in Dublin. Maybe the week after. Oh, Dublin. really? Yeah. yeah, the week after. Come the week after. Me and, me and Sam are in, uh, doing national fitness games. What What is you? Are you open every day? Or? Uh, we're not open Sunday, but we have eight hours of PT a day. Right. Group PT. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday to Saturday. Monday to Friday. And then Saturday we have open gym from eight till 9.30. Right. And we have cycle Saturday. Which is not for the faint hearted, but it's good. And uh, Explain what Psycho Saturday is. Psycho Saturday. Psycho Saturday is the time where the boys pull their socks up and uh-huh. fucking get out. <laughs> like, Saturday is always a match day in football, isn't it? Right. Yeah. 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 But like, Psycho Saturday is the training club's match day. Everyone mm. piles in. Uh-huh. We're in teams um, and it's competitive fitness, but with an intent behind it it's not yeah, just yeah. go crazy like a dick do you know what I mean right right there's still program programming and thought behind it yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah it's a signature session for us like and everyone loves it it's hard I can imagine because especially if you're competing oh, yeah. yeah that's what guys love in it yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of competition yeah. people who come and say they're not competitive when they yeah. get into yeah. like fucking competitive people are always fucking arguing with each other yeah. it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's our match day man Brilliant. So people can do open gym. So you pay for an open gym credit, uh-huh. but your credit allows you to then do Cycle Saturday as well. Mm. Okay. And then obviously you've got the coffee club and whatnot. So it's just a nice day out for people. What time is the Cycle Saturday? That's like, half nine. Half nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. And the, the open gym is program led. Okay. So you can't just come in and like do your own shit and just chuck shit around. Right, right. On our screens, we'll have um, a lower body piece of programming from the TC Build program. Uh-huh. And then we'll also have an upper body session. Mm. But it's all periodized and programmed with structure and progressions, regressions. So like even that Saturday session is going to benefit what you do during the week. Right. So you're still trying to get better. Uh-huh. Every time you walk in them doors, there's an intent. Yeah, yeah. And a why behind it. Do you know what I mean? You're not just there for the crack. And yeah. then you can then roll into Cycle Saturday. Then get your post, post-workout protein shake and whatnot. So yeah. yeah. That's the whole point of the coffee club as well, to be fair. It allows people just to, it's like a space for people to want to go and, it's like a day out. Mm-hmm. I want people yeah, to have a day out, yeah. an experience. Mm-hmm. The aim was to become an experience and the destination of fitness. So, we'll end on that, eh? But yeah. Good luck. <laughs> good luck, man. Good luck on your future endeavors and stuff. Like, Thank you, mate. Hopefully. Nah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we know you're going to fucking do madness. Yeah. So, thank you. You've already done madness, but like... Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just the beginning, isn't it? Ground zero. Just keep that, saying yeah, it. Yeah, Ground yeah, zero always now. Always like that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, fellas. I appreciate it. But yeah, um, thank you for watching and listening. Um, Stay tuned for the next one. Peace.